Well, hello, hello, my ambitious friends, and welcome to 2000 Books, where we bring you the most important actionable ideas from the world's greatest books for ambitious entrepreneurs every single week. And I'm your host and former computer engineer turned entrepreneur, Manny Laya. Billionaire Secrets to Success by Bill Bartman. Now, this guy has an amazing story. He started, he was born to his parents who were janitors grew up in the wrong side of the tracks, Was had left home at the age of 14, became a street gang member at the age of 17, um, um, dropped out of high school. And then one night, in his, uh, being drunk at the age of 17, he fell down a flight of stairs and hurt himself, hurt his back, and got himself to the point where the doctor said, you will never walk again. He discovered the book Think and Grow Rich while he was in the hospital for the three-month period or something, and he read it every day. That's all he would do because that's the only thing he would do. And his reading really was really poor, but he still continued to do it. And that book revolutionized his life in many ways because that actually, even though the doctor said, you can't, you won't be able to walk again, he walked again on his own two feet because using the concepts from Think and Grow Rich, he would keep on figuring out different ways of trying to exercise his legs, exercise his feet, exercise his middle back, whatever it was, to get himself to walk again. So um, really, really amazing inspirational story. And then I think 40 years later, 19, he was born in 1948. In 1985, he, uh, he founded this company called Commercial Financial Services, which was a debt, debt restructuring system where they would uh, take over uh, consumer fa- consumer debt, and then uh, have a way such that they would treat the customers really nicely in order to get them to pay their debt. And the company did really well. In 1997, Bill Bartman was among the 50 richest men in America. He was worth around $3 billion. Unfortunately, there was some, one of his employees um, was found of wrongdoing, and in 1998, the company had to declare bankruptcy. And then again, Bill Bartman started another company called Commercial Financial Services 2, CFS2, in 2012, and he's doing, he's working on that. In 2014, he was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize for the work he was doing in terms of debt restructuring and consumer financing. So there we have like a big big picture story of what this guy is all about, all the great things he has done in his life. Um, There's a lot more, of course, and we'll get into it, but... The first, so one thing to understand, he dropped out of high school and then later on, he went on to get his GED and went to college again, studied psychology in college and then studied law and became a lawyer as well. And this book borrows a lot from psychology. It's actually a book on psychology more than it is a chronicle, chronicling of his journey. It's all about how to get the best out of yourself how to get the best out of yourself, to motivate yourself to do the very best. Um, And not just motivation in the sense of uh, rah-rah motivation, but very specific, precise techniques proven scientifically as to how to get your your brain to cooperate with you, to make you, to get you where you want to go. Now, the first, the big idea, the the big uh, understanding that you want to take away from this book is that our self-belief, our self-belief, Will will affect the will affect the action we take. 
the self-esteem we have, the, how highly we think of ourselves, that will change whether we take action in face of fear or in face of a challenge or whether we don't take action or whether we do do take action. It's all a function of how much belief you have that you will succeed in this endeavor, that you will figure out a way that no matter what, you will find a way to prevail. If your brain says, eh, I will probably not succeed, it's not gonna work out, then you may not take action, then you will not try to climb a mountain. But if your brain says, yeah, I am big enough, I am able enough, I, I have enough self-esteem to believe that I can do this, then you will take action and keep on taking action. So self-belief is a really crucial component of how much action we take in our lives and how much success we have. Now let's understand how this self-belief is being formed on a daily basis, how the brain is uh, operating on a daily basis, and what we can do in order to uh, get ourselves to do the very best. So let's first talk about what the brain is doing all the time. The brain is a filtering mechanism in many ways. What it does is it takes input from the external world. So when someone says something, someone does something, or you see something on TV or newspaper or books or anything like that, there are facts coming into your brain all the time. But what the brain does is it interprets these facts and it attaches emotions to all these things that you're doing. And as a function of the emotion, depending on how emotionally charged some topic or some subject is, it stores it away in your memory. So if someone says uh, that, oh, I don't think you are capable of doing that, or if someone makes fun of you, or if someone constantly makes fun of you about something, over time your brain gets uh, emotionally charged information about that specific topic and over time you might start to believe that that's just the way I am. Even though the truth is very different, the facts might be very different from what your emotionally charged brain has decided to store. It's like a computer. It doesn't necessarily store facts. It stores information that is multiplied by emotions. Multiplied by emotions. And negative emotions are way more powerful for the brain to absorb because our brain is always worried about our survival. So anytime there are negative emotions at play, the brain will try to save that information much more efficiently because it knows that might be the difference between survival and death. So positive information, positive inf emotions don't necessarily have the same level of impact as negative emotions do on our brain, on our survival mechanism. And that's why you see in the television, in the news, they are always mongering all this negative news. I hate news. I hate all this news media all the time because always mongering, all, they're always talking about how this person got killed, this person got shot, this person got, uh, this happened, that happened, uh, someone got bit by a dog, someone got theft. That's all there is in that news. There's nothing good. Why? Because they know our amygdala, our limbic system lights up every time there's a negatively charged uh, news piece out there. So we got to protect our brains. Now, here's what we need to do. First, we need to understand that there is negative programming coming at us. There is negative programming coming at us where the world is saying you're not good enough, you're not strong enough, you're not capable enough, or you're finding yourself, you're telling yourself that you, this is happening. So you have to challenge this negative programming that's coming at you. Not only that, you also have to diffuse the negative emotions that come your way. When you find yourself in the throes of those negative emotions, when someone says something to you or calls you on something, those negative emotions have to be diffused. Otherwise, the more emotionally charged something is, the higher it will be in your storage in the sense it will be easily retrievable and more and more you will just believe that information even though it's not true. 
And the really important piece of diffusing all of this negative negativity that your brain is storing is to stop overgeneralizing. What our brain does is because it has a bias towards keeping you safe and keeping you away from anything that's, that's scary or that could cause problems, what it does is it overgeneralizes. If it takes one instance, in one instance, you were rejected. In one instance, you were you failed at something. It will just overgeneralize and say, okay, I'm not good at this. I, I don't want to try. Because that's just the brain's way of protecting yourself. So very cautious of how you're overgeneralizing all the negative information that's coming at you. You have to start challenging it. You have to start questioning all this negative information. Is it really true? Is it always true? Is it something that is, are there times when it is not true? Are there specific times when it is not true? And then also understanding, is it time specific? Is it only certain times when you feel this way or when you have this challenge, when you have these problems? So the first part of this whole journey of this book is all about understanding our brain and understanding the way our brain works and also understanding that we have to diffuse this negative information constantly in order to uh, make ourselves believe in ourselves better. And one of the ways he suggests is to make a list of 50 successes. What are the 50 things that you are the most proud of in your life? Go back to your, go, when, you, when you go back to your diary today, your journal today, uh, go write down the links, list of things you're really proud of. Doesn't matter who, what other people think. Things that make you feel really proud of what you have accomplished in your life. Write down those 50 things. Write down in detail as to how, why you're so, so happy about those accomplishments, why you're so proud of them. Because what that does is, as you review this list of 60, anytime you have challenges in life, anytime you have failures in life, you go and review this list of 50 successes. And what you will see is that even though the brain might be saying, hey, you're not good enough, you're not strong enough, you're not powerful enough, you're not intelligent enough, you always have this list to go back to and say, no, see, I have done these things. I have succeeded so many times. I'm not gonna listen to your crap and assume that I'm just not good enough. I have succeeded and I'll continue to succeed. Such is what I'm gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna uh, just resign or give up because I have built up these successes in the past. So now that we understand how the brain works and we'll talk more about how the brain works, let's talk about a really important uh, idea uh, around goal setting. Okay, so before we carry on with this episode, I want to ask you something. Can you recall all the great ideas we have talked about so far in this episode? If not, you should grab my live spreadsheet because that's where I write down a summary of all the great ideas we discuss in the podcast and the spreadsheet is live, so every time I update it with a new book, you will have access to the new book summary of ideas as well. And the best thing you can do right now is to pause this episode and grab the spreadsheet by going to 2000books.com summary or text the word summary to 44222. Here's the thing, you will forget to do this at a later time, so now is the only time to do it. Now, every time I update the spreadsheet, you will have access to all these great ideas we talk about on your fingertips. How cool is that? All right, back to the episode. What, what Bill Bartman is saying is that don't set goals. Goals are kind of um, not empowering enough. Make promises instead. So make promises instead of setting goals. Now what that means is 
A promise is a really, what, do you, what is a promise? A promise is something you make to someone else. You tell people about it and you make others aware of it that this is what I'm gonna do. Now, why should you do that? Well, here it is. The reason why, why, why you should uh, have a promise, why you should tell other people about it, you should tell people what you're gonna do and also find some personal motivation. Some people who have challenged, who have said, you're not good enough. You can never do that. Some, when someone says you cannot do that, that's when you say, okay, let me show it to you. Let me, I will show it to you that I will get it done. Now, why do you need this kind of um, motivation in your life? Why do you need to put so much pressure on yourself in order to accomplish great things in life? Why do you need to put yourself under such, such pressure that you have to promise that I will get this thing done by this time, this date, no matter what? Consider this, another really important idea about how the brain works. We are mostly exposed just to the conscious part of the brain, which is like a tip of the iceberg. Most of the real, um, a lot of um, our subconscious is way more powerful than our conscious mind. Our subconscious has way more, uh, has a lot of capacity for information, way more information um, and it can hold a lot more information, and not only that, it, it has a lot more processing power. But, 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 the problem with the subconscious mind is that it's always worried about your self-preservation and safety. That's the thing it's most worried about. Over everything else, that is the thing. It, it does not care about anything else if, these two, if your self-preservation or your safety is in question. So it's always trying to keep you safe. Now, even though the conscious mind might say, I want to accomplish this goal, I want to get where this is because I know this is a really important goal for me and uh, if I accomplish that goal, I'll, I'll, I'll feel victorious, I'll feel happy, I'll feel like I've done something worthwhile in life and all those things will happen. You will feel happier as a result of accomplishing that goal. So the conscious mind wants to work harder. The conscious mind says, let's do this wants to do the challenge, wants to go after the things. But the subconscious, here's the problem with the subconscious. What it does is that every time you take some action or you think of taking some action, the subconscious is worried about, is there a possibility of failure? Could you lose face? Will you embarrass yourself? Could you be defeated in this process? Anytime there's a, process, uh, a possibility of failure, the subconscious just stops you from taking action because it is worried about your safety and self-preservation. It doesn't care about your long-term well-being or long-term happiness. It's only worried about short-term, okay, well, if in short-term you, you might encounter pain, it just is not gonna let you take that action. And what happens as a result is you, you, you go through life and even though you might have big goals, you stop taking action. Let's say you have the goal, you want to hit a million dollars in revenue next year, but what you find yourself is you're not able to do the important things. You're not, you're not putting out that blog post that you said you would. You're not calling the customers that you know you really must, the most important customers. You're not, um, you're not doing the things that scare you, the things that will actually grow your business. You're trying to play it safe. You're playing, playing way below the level that is possible for you. And, and you wonder why you're not successful. Well, because your subconscious is constantly sabotaging your effort. Anytime you try something big, the subconscious will say, don't, don't, don't do that. So it stops you. And it doesn't let you take action, take action because it's scared 
for you. It's worried about you. It's worried about your survival. But here's an amazing thing. Here's an amazing thing. What happens in the case of when we make a promise, when the thing that we want to do is a promise, not a goal? Let's say you tell the person who always questions you, someone who always challenges you and say, you can't do that. You're not good enough. You tell that person, this is what I'm going to do. I will have a million dollars in revenue by December 31st, 2016. By December 31st, whatever the date is, or whatever your timeline is. And you say, I will have a net worth of $1 million by December 31, 2017. Whatever it is for you, you say that to that person and the person says, ha ha, you can't do it. You're such a loser. I have seen you in the past. You can, you can never figure it out. Now what that does, what that motivation, that person who says you can't do it and you have now, not only do you tell it to that person, but you go and tell it to 20 of your other friends. This is my goal and I will get it done. Now what happens? What happens when you do that? What happens is the subconscious stops being a protective parent. It stops being worried about your temporary pain, temporary embarrassment, because now what has happened is the subconscious is worried about your long-term, it's worried about your survival in a way that it wasn't worried about before. Because as soon as you made this promise to people, as soon as you have made this promise to those personal motivators, those people who have challenged you, who don't think you're good enough, as soon as you make that promise, what happens is now the subconscious is thinking, well, what if I don't, what if I don't accomplish that goal? If I don't accomplish that goal, I will lose face in society. I will lose face in society. I will lose status in society. And one of the most important, one of the most important things the subconscious can do on a daily basis is to make sure you don't lose face, you don't lose status in society. Because 10,000 years ago, if you lost face, if you lost status in society, if your tribe out, outcast, uh, if you were an outcast in your tribe, your chances of survival were really low. So we're always, always, always worried about our survival. And once the subconscious realizes that this goal is now challenging your, your fundamental survival in this world, because if you don't meet this goal, your friends will mock you, your uh, personal motivators will make fun of you, and you will lose faith in society. You will lose face in front of all these people. Now the subconscious wants to help you because it's way more worried about the goal here rather than worried about the temporary fa failures along the way. It's way more worried about the big goal that you have in the distance now, the promise that you made, than it is worried about the temporary failures and setbacks that you will encounter in the way. So when you, are, when you stop yourself from working too hard or when you, are, when you are not putting out that blog post or when you're not making that sales call or when you're not uh, going for that dream client that you always wished you had, Subconscious will say, no, you must go after it. It will force you because your survival is at stake. Those small things don't matter anymore. The small loss of status does not matter anymore because there's a much bigger loss of status on the line if you don't follow through, if you don't make this uh, promise come true. And once you get this idea, once you understand that your promises, making, that, making those big promises and going after your goals after you made those promises, well, can really supercharge your success. It can really help you get to the next level. It can really help you uh, harness that emotional charge, that uh, mental charge that you have. A lot of times you might feel that you don't have that uh, 
passion for getting to that goal, you don't have the same charge, you don't have the same excitement, you don't have that level of motivation that you maybe had at some point in life, maybe this will help you get that motivation. Maybe this will help you get the charge, that, uh, that drive, that uh, intensity of purpose, that intensity of purpose so that to the point where you wouldn't even worry about um, sleeping four, four hours a night or four hours a night or five hours a night or six hours a night. You say, I have to get this done. I'm on a mission to save my, uh, my, my status. I'm on a mission to save my life. That's what the subconscious is thinking at this point. And once you get the subconscious to get to that level of uh, arousal, to get to that level of challenge, it can do great things. You're constantly excited. You're constantly motivated. You're constantly pushing the boundary of what you think is possible. So there you have it. Billionaire Secrets to Success by Bill Bartman. Great book. It's a book on, self, on psychology more than it is a book of a billionaire just talking about how he made his billions. Um, really, the most important concept you want to take away is the role reversal of your subconscious mind, which is you can use the promises and you can use these motivations in your life to um, reverse the role of the subconscious mind from being an overprotective parent to being someone who supports you and not only supports you but pushes you to get to your goal. It's from someone who doesn't allow you to take action because it's scared of taking action to someone who actually pushes you to take massive action because it is worried about your long-term success and long-term status in society. All right, my ambitious friends, if you would like to listen to today's audiobook or any other audiobook for free, head on over to 2000books.com free and sign up for a free 30-day trial. And if you don't like the service, you can cancel the membership within 30 days and you won't be charged anything. But you get to keep the audiobook for free. Forever. Yeah. Pretty cool deal, huh? <laughs>